Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do, thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Hi loves, we are doing something a little bit different today. Um, basically I'm going to read a short devotional to kind of give you a boost of spiritual caffeine or energy or guidance. And we're going to talk about if this is something maybe you guys would like to hear a little bit more often. Um, and I really encourage people and, um, like my students on my course and whatnot to start having some devotions with God every day, but it doesn't have to be crazy, overwhelming, stressful. It can be little and just simple and flow easily into your day. And um, you don't have to do this one, but a nice one that is really helpful and informative and short and easy to read is called Our Daily Bread. And so I'm going to go through a devotion from Our Daily Bread from uh, let's see, October 20th. I don't know. It's airing. This episode is airing around this time, but it might not be right on the 20th. Um, but I hope to sit back and kind of get your daily dose of the Bible and the word and encouragement today. So this one's called God in the Details. And the main Bible verse is, she saw the basket among the reeds and she opened it and saw the baby. That's from Exodus 2, 5 through 6. Okay. Here is a devotional. It had been an awful week for Kevin and Kimberly. Kevin's seizures had suddenly worsened and he'd been hospitalized. Amid the pandemic, their four young children, siblings adopted from foster care, were taking cabin fever to a new extreme. On top of that, Kimberly couldn't scrounge up a decent meal from the fridge. And oddly, at that moment, she craved carrots. (laughs) An hour later, there was a knock at the door. There stood their friends, Amanda and Andy, with an entire meal she prepared for the family, including carrots. They say the devil is in the details? No. An amazing story in the history of the Jewish people shows God is in the details. Pharaoh had commanded every Hebrew boy that is born, you must throw into the Nile. If you don't know, the Nile is a river, the Nile River. That genocidal development turned on a remarkable detail. Moses's mother did indeed throw her baby into the Nile, albeit with a strategy, and from that Nile, Pharaoh's own daughter would rescue the baby whom God used to rescue his people. And just to clarify, she put him in in a basket so he'd be safe, but we'll read the scripture in a minute. Um, Pharaoh's daughter would even pay Moses's real mother to nurse him, which is so cool and amazing. 
One day, while fleeing from this fledgling Jewish nation, oh, sorry, I said that wrong. One day, from this fledgling Jewish nation would come a promised baby boy. His story would abound with amazing details and divine ironies. Most importantly, Jesus, wow, I am mumbling over my words today, Jesus would provide an exodus out of our slavery to sin. Even, or especially in the dark times, God is in the details. As Kimberly will tell you, God brought me carrots. I love that. And then they have a part where they have reflection and prayer. So what, it says, so what stories can you tell where you've seen God in the details? And how did that help strengthen your faith? And then the prayer is, thank you, Father, that you show up in the little things as well as the big things. Cool, cool. We're going to read today's scripture as well. It's Exodus 2, verses 1 through 10. Now, a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Just to remind you guys, this is because Pharaoh had decreed that every baby boy must be killed, which is terrible. Okay, let's get back to it. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. So that's interesting. She knew who it was, and she knew her father would have told, you know, them to be killed. But this uh, princess, this Egyptian princess, found one of the Hebrew babies. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. So the woman, who is actually Moses's mother, took her baby that um, the princess had found and nursed him. So basically got to see her child grow up instead of die and even got paid to do it. It's crazy details. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Fascinating. So cool. So God is in the details and even just little ways that life problems can be solved, right? So I just wanted to mention that to you and ask, did you like this? I'm thinking of doing maybe some more devotions and short things like this. I just want to remind you guys that You know when you're lifting weights, every tiny muscle tear ends up growing back stronger and stronger. That's how you build muscles. And you don't want to do it all at once, like a thousand squats in a day. (laughs) You want to do like 10 every day, and it slowly builds up your muscles. That's the same with spiritual growth. Like five, taking five minutes to listen to a devotional, you can go on Our Daily Bread, and they have it... um, audio so you can listen or you can listen to these ones that I am doing and just listening to the word a little bit every day while you're driving in the car 
commuting, walking between classes. That's just a daily routine that could help you grow closer to God. And then praying, praying your thoughts, but not pressure, just what's around you. You could be thinking some deep thoughts or you could just be thinking, hmm, God, I think I want to get this for lunch today. Oh, also, I really like that tree. <laughs> it's fall. The fall leaves are so cool. Oh, also, I wish I would have gotten to sleep better and faster last night. I'm kind of tired. But, you know, maybe this is the time to try that new latte in the coffee shop. Just like thinking your thoughts to God is prayer. That's a relationship. That's friendship. That's what you do with your friends or a significant other, right? That's what he wants with you. And, you know, at the end of the prayer time, you could pray something a little more deeper that's like, God, I want to want you. I want to grow my spiritual muscles and I want to love spending time with you and see your guidance in my life and your joy and your peace and your love in my life. Will you help me? Amen. Just leaving it at that, knowing, you know, telling God you you do truly want that, um, but taking the pressure off, just listening to a devotional. You don't have to go so deep just to have a little bit every day and then just praying your thoughts and your ideas to him. Not saying the right words, not going super deep per se. You can if you want to, but just talking about, I don't know, some show you're watching on Netflix and like tell him about it, what you like about it. That's prayer. Just do that. Just do like five, 10 minutes every day is my suggestion or a challenge. See if you want to try to do this for like 30 days um, and listen to the audio recordings on Our Daily Bread or any devotions that I'm doing here in this podcast. And, you know, that's how we can grow. That's how we can find more peace and guidance in our life. And alongside with this, I do want to give you a reminder about voting. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but the God of the universe literally bends his ear to hear our prayers and is willing to guide us and show us. And that includes to show us like what to vote on, who to vote for. It's such a privilege here in America to be able to vote. And I don't want us to take it lightly or to not do it at all. Yes, there are deep moral issues like talking about marriage or abortion or whatnot. And, but also just like, like local stuff, you know, you might be like, well, it doesn't matter too much. I don't really care if this one parking lot is built here or moved or whatever. Well, sure. But all of those people planning and leading this, if they're not Christians, if they don't have God guiding them, they might not be voting for what would end up being the best for your city. I have no idea. I'm not saying they're not smart people. And I'm not saying if you're not Christian, they're not good or smart people. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying we have the God of the universe to guide us and give advice and direction. So go vote and use it. I encourage you to just low pressure, read or listen a little bit to the Bible each day, pray. And that just means telling him about your favorite food or Netflix show or what's going on in your thoughts or in school. And then asking him just to send help to want to want <laughs> to read the Bible, right? <laughs> we can be so honest with him on that. If it seems boring, ask for his help to want to want to do it, right? Um, and I just encourage you, if it's near time to vote, to go register to vote. All right, guys, let me know if you enjoyed this and um, you can go post about it in our Facebook group, the Christian College Girl Community. And until next time, have a great evening. Bye.